0: All right, all right, all right, cut that, cut that, man. Yeah, this is King Known Uncensored. We are back with another episode. Man, there's a lot of things that happen tonight, buddy. But shit, man, we're going to call this one Lance Make Make'em Dance because, man, what a comeback. Right here, crazy, crazy, crazy game. Lance Stevenson Came out man He went Berserk today Huge game We just gonna jump Right into that Trying to find a game here. Yeah, the Nets beat the Pacers 129 121. Um, I also um, did a broadcast on uh, King Known 07 on Twitch. I did a live broadcast of that. Y'all can check that shit out. Awful Sports Cast of Flow, you know what I mean? Kevin Durant just had a big, huge game. 39 points, 8 rebounds, 7 assists, 15 of 24 from the field, 2 of 6 from 3. Big shots. But yeah, man, that was a big, huge game from Kevin Durant. it wasn't an easy game and it marked the return of the God the Lord Jesus Christ and Kevin and Kyrie Irving yes Kyrie P. Newton came out there and served niggas up especially in that second half James Harden did not do much of shit this game, except, you know, most of his points, as usual, came from free throws. Yep, 8 of 10 from the line, and he only had uh, 18. That I mean, that's cool, but you're a superstar in this league, right? You know, I expect triple-double or nothing from you every game. But Kyrie, he came out there that fourth quarter... And went crazy. Um, Nick Claxton had 12 points. DeAndre Bembry gave them the best min- minutes of the night, even more better min- minutes than James Harden did. Bembry came in there with big steals. Big shots, and just a whole all-around big night altogether. LaMarcus Aldridge gave some good minutes. He had 13 off the bench. He was hitting some huge shots. But what got them back in the game was defense, defense, defense. Something that they didn't play the first three quarters of the game. And one quarter of defense is not going to cut it against the East Elite. Now, on the Indiana Pacers side of the game, the return of Lance Stevenson in Indiana as he signed a 10-day contract. And he scored a whopping 20 points in the first quarter, y'all. You had to see it to believe it. And Lance definitely made him dance with the guitar today, boy. He definitely earned his contract tonight. I'd sign him tonight. I don't care if he has bad games the rest of the season. Like, he earned his check. He earned every single dime. Man, let me tell you something. This was a hell of a first quarter. Then he ended up, I think, with twenty. 20- Six in the first half or something like that. He ended up with 30. 30 points and 5 assists. That's not bad. DeMontis Sabonis had a triple-double. 32 points, 12 rebounds, and 10 assists. But not quite enough as Indiana pretty much basically handed the game to Brooklyn on a silver platter as, they, as Brooklyn went on a 12-1 run to close out that first quarter. Just bad decision making all around for, um, you know, for the uh, Indiana Pacers, who was shorthanded. You know, Kyrie just was um, happy to be back playing basketball. But, yeah, man. Let's move on to other news. Antonio Brown has broken his silence about what exactly happened on the sideline. And he has some interesting things to say. Let's check this out. First of all, I'd like to express my gratitude to the Bucks fans and my teammates. The Bucks helped me return to productive football after I had difficulties that could have ended my career. We worked together to resolve those difficulties and I will always be appreciative of that. Being part of a Super Bowl champion team and then a contender is a dream come true. I make mistakes. I'm working on myself and I have positive influences around me, but one thing I don't do is shy away from playing. Hard on the field. No one can accuse me of giving it my all every play because of my commitment to the game. All right, man. Let's see. Let's speed past some of this shit. This is a lot. I played until it was clear that I could not use my ankle to safely perform my playing responsibilities and on top of that, the pain was extreme. I took a seat on the sideline and my coach came up to me very upset and shouted, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? I told him it's my ankle, but he knew that it's well documented and I discussed it. He then ordered me to get on the field and I said, coach, I can't. He didn't call for medical attention. Instead he shouted at me, you're done, while he ran his finger across his throat. Coach was telling me if I didn't play hurt, then I was done with the Bucks. I didn't quit. I was cut. I didn't walk away from my brothers. I was thrown out. Then came their spin. Coach denied on national television that he knew about my ankle. And the GM acknowledged after the game and text messages that I did kill coach about my ankle. First they cut me, now they caged me. Okay. My MRI on my ankle shows broken bone fragments in my ankle. I had an urgent MRI on my ankle. I love the Bucks fans, I really do. I love my teammates and everyone that showed me grace and believed in me. I gave the Bucks everything I had on the field. What the organization is doing now needs to be cleaned up. I do not understand. Once my surgery is complete, I will be back to 100% and looking forward to next season. Business will be booming. (laughs) Yeah, right. Um, However, I mean, do I believe Antonio Brown? It's 50-50 because uh, Brown is a very unpredictable individual. He just is. And I am not sure if a team is going to give him an opportunity next year because of how He handled things. There are things that could have been handled. A whole nother way. And. um, He decided to. Put on a show. Instead of. Walking out gracefully. There are certain ways of handling things. As a professional football player. But. However. If this is true. Then. I really don't have anything bad to say about Antonio Brown. If this is not true, then he's a liar, obviously. But yeah, man. So... The first victim of the COVID on the Utah Jazz has been revealed finally. Utah is the only team in the NBA that has not had a player go into COVID protocol. And Joe Ingles happens to be that guy. And um, Ingles ended up, you know what I'm saying, going into the protocol and you remember LeBron James made those comments like, uh, the Warriors and Suns the only ones on, that haven't been hit with the protocol. When you did not do your research, sir, it was Utah that you should be saying that about. Until I, until I love, I love you, um, Damian Lillard. Um, he's been dealing with this ab- abdominal injury this entire season. And is set to miss three more games with that abdominal injury. In my personal opinion, what I would do is simply shut Damian Lillard down for the season. That would be the best bet for the Blazers. I mean, I would just simply just tank. I mean, that would be within the best interest of Portland. I mean, they're already under 500. They're already, like, missing CJ and Damian. As far as my thoughts are, if you're going to keep Damian Lillard and not trade him, I'd say, you know what I'm saying, to um, keep Buddy. Buddy. I would keep those two and then get a top five, top three draft pick because this injury has been lingering all season and Dame hasn't sat down and properly healed from it. But, um, speaking of Dame, the Sixers are trying to get Damian Lillard and Bradley Beal, according to Bleacher Report. The Sixers have continued, uh, according to the athletic Sam Amick, the Sixers have continued to ask for a massive haul in return while frustrating some suitors along the way the perception outside of Philadelphia is the franchise remains hopeful of getting Dame Lillard and Bradley Beal. Now Lillard is going to be getting Lillard is going to be like pulling teeth. You have a better shot at Bradley Beal, but what if they get both? They would have to possibly give up all their whole entire team plus some assets. Now I'm not going to the handy dandy trade machine. I will do that on my own time. But it seems like other names have been linked to the Sixers, like Marvin Bagley, uh, the Third, Demontis Sabonis, and Miles Turner. Wow, that would be interesting. What would they move? I mean, they got enough big men. That wouldn't make any sense unless it was. Putting him, I mean, Sabonis needs the block just like Embiid does. That wouldn't make any sense. Maybe they're talking about the names that are going to be heavily on the trade market. That would be my guess. But anyway, right? That would be interesting if the Sixers got Beal or Dame or both of them. But I don't think they're going to get either of those two. They would have to give up a a young cat, and I would hope that they wouldn't give up Maxie. Um, I heard the Lakers have been trying to trade Russell Westbrook vigorously, and they have not been successful. I mean, who wants a 33-year-old reckless old man who refuses to believe that he is not the same Russell Westbrook as he once was? It wouldn't make sense for any team except maybe a terrible lottery team to take their chances to being like a ninth or a 10th seed in the play-in game. Honestly, it wouldn't make sense for any team to deal with the Los Angeles Lakers in the first place. it seems like the Lakers you know are tired of Russell Westbrook and I don't blame them I don't blame them one bit I mean he's been playing awful Um, Stephen Curry's shooting slump. Stephen Curry has not been shooting well as of lately. I'm sure there's a reasoning for that. I don't know what's up with dude. He's been off. Let's look at Steph's last few games. I mean, um, Utah was the last game he performed pretty well in, like, I mean, against Phoenix, he showed up, but the last couple of games, you know, my against Miami, he only had nine points and shot three of 17. Tonight against Dallas, he shot five of 24 and only had 14 points. It's got to be super uh, disappointing. Hopefully Steph gets it together because he's one of the favorites to win MVP along with Kevin Durant, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Nikola Jokic. You know, that's a heavy, heavy heavy-ass MVP race, if you ask me. Not gonna lie to y'all. That is a heavy, heavy race. Zion is still rehabbing. Uh, That's not shocking. Um, He's rehabbing away from the team. I know this is going to be a a short episode or whatever, but thank you for uh, checking in. And uh, I appreciate it. I appreciate everything that. Y'all checking in with me and listening to this, but I'm going to get the fuck up out of here. This is King No Uncensored, Last Make them Dance, and I'm out of here.